and welcome back to The Great Date Guy. My name is Rob Wong. Today, we're talking about success. And I want to I wanna confess something to all of y'all. Like I, I am used to thinking of success as a destination, as some place to get to. Success is very rarely the space that I occupy in my own mind, right? I'm very rarely successful. And I'm, I was thinking earlier today about why lately I felt so unsettled, uh, so unhappy with the way things have been going, even though objectively things are going pretty well, right? This is the most productive I've been in a long time. I'm taking on four different trainings and I'm staying on top of all of them. Two of them are for coaching, two of them are for business development. I'm doing great. I'm redesigning my website. Everything, <laughs> everything is coming together. And yet, at the same time, right, even though I haven't lost my clients to this quarantine, even though I'm doing relatively well, there is a voice at the back of my head that's letting me know that I'm not there yet. And that's what I want to address today. I think that within this culture, it's really easy to get lost in the chase for success, right? And for many of us, particularly if you're kind of a workaholic like me, for many of us, there is this thing where we're not allowed to stop and pat ourselves on the back and take a break and think nice thoughts about ourselves because we haven't earned it yet. We aren't at the destination. When we get there, when we become successful, then we'll stop and pat ourselves on the back. And unfortunately, as I look back into my own life, I'm seeing that that's not the way that it works. <laughs> it's not even close, right? Because if we look back and think, like, what was the big milestone that I wanted 10 years ago? 10 years ago, what did I really want in my life? So back then, I was 24. If I think about that, what I really wanted was the ability to really connect with women. I wanted to get deeply emotional and intimate with women. I wanted to be good with people. I wanted to understand the way the world worked. And I wanted to stop being afraid of engaging with people. Anytime that I would go up to talk to someone, immediately I'd start stuttering and stumbling over my own words. I wouldn't know where to take the conversation. It was just a pretty shitty time for me. Right? I did not enjoy any of that. And I thought, God, if I just had that handled, I would be happy. Right? <laughs> but as I stop and I look, I think... Well, I've accomplished all of those things. I've gotten that skill set. And yet, there are moments where I am not happy. Well, why is that? Because I am not successful yet. <laughs> and you want to notice, like, this is an example of a pattern that can start to run you. You will never be successful until you give yourself permission to be You'll never be fully where you're 
where you want to be. You'll never reach that end goal. That's why there are so many depressed billionaires out there. There's nowhere left for them to go. I think the way that we all view success is like getting to the peak of a mountain. Well, that's kind of a broad sweeping generalization. The way that I visualize success is I've reached the top. I'm at the pinnacle here, right? I'm at the highest point that I can possibly get. And when I am there, goddammit, I will celebrate the view. I'll enjoy myself. I'll have a little picnic. And what I'm beginning to understand is that it's a little bit more like rock climbing. And you climb, you climb, you climb, and then you get to your finish point where you thought was the end, and it's just, it's, you're still on the cliff, except now you have a better view. Right? You have a different vantage point where you can look out over the grand expanse of creation and you can see things that you've never seen before. And you've earned that, right? You've earned that through all of the hard work that you put in, scaling that cliff one inch at a time. And if you take on that cliff like it's work, like it's the obstacle, then your entire life becomes an obstacle to your happiness. So if you're holding out hope that if you accomplish X, Y, and Z goals, then that is what will finally make you happy, then I'm here to burst your bubble. (laughs) I'm here to save you a lot of pain and suffering. A good friend of mine and a fellow coach, Scott Pagliaccio, he says something that I really like. And something that I hope that you'll find some value out of as well. There is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. I'm going to repeat that. There is no way to happiness. Happiness is the way. And you've, you've no doubt heard variations of this time and time again. There's a speech by Steve Jobs that covers basically... I think the same thing, right? It's that the journey is the reward. And until we stop and slow down and learn to enjoy the bits and pieces of the journey, until I can begin to look, what's the next step that I can take to get to my goal? And how can I make that step enjoyable? then there is no room for me to stop and enjoy my life because I have not created it. And I'm going to give you another example to drive this home. This is the way that I used to take on road trips, right? And I just never freaking got it. I had friends that loved them. And it's just like, why? (laughs) Why would I spend 10 hours, 19 hours in a car with a couple other human beings. So it's just sweaty and hot and not being able to leave, right? And I just have to sit there and be in conversation with them. And we're just like going, right? We're just going. Why? You would have to pay me to do that. And I tried this strategy on my way into Texas, right? And the reason why I brought up 19 hours is 
because very specifically, that's how long the drive is from San Diego over to Austin, Texas. 19 hours. And me, in my drive for efficiency <laughs> and success uh, and doing things the hard way, I was like, I'm going to do this in one go. I'm going to save myself a lot of money. I'm not going to take breaks. I'm just going to go, right? I'm just going to drive. And so I pack all of my things into a dark blue Honda Prius. I've got my two cats who are screaming at me for well, maybe the first hour and then they calm down, which was pretty cool. Crying at me the entire time, right? We're driving and driving and driving and... It was a slog. It was so much mental endurance in order to keep that up. And by the end of it, I was just exhausted. It destroyed me. And it was just like, I am never doing that again. Never doing that again. So on the way back, I stopped and I began to look. Well, okay. What are the biggest cities that I can stop in? Where can I get a hotel room for a reasonable rate? And while I'm in those cities, what is it that I can do? What can I do there that I would authentically enjoy? So I took time to stop off at White Sands National Park, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's just huge, glittering white sand dunes. And I took a couple hours to drive out and roll around down some hills. I tried to sled. Didn't work. <laughs> But probably had something to do with the fact that I was trying to use a plastic packing box's lid in order to slide. I found a quaint little border town where they were selling authentic tamales off in the street for like less than a dollar. I got two. I had a great time. And as I traveled, I built up amazing experiences. And those of you that enjoy road trips, you already know this. This is the point. This is the reason why you go on road trips. It's for little detours like that. It's not because you can get to your end destination real quick, real quick. It's because you get to find little moments of beauty and once in a lifetime experiences along the way. And they just happen to show up. Just happen to be there. I remember one the most came from a road trip that I took from Texas to Colorado, and it involved pulling off into Palo Duro Canyon in Texas, which it's like the Grand Canyon of Texas. I'm going to say Texas a lot. I am saying it so much, Texas. <laughs> and anyway, so we arrived there and it is cold as hell out, right? I'm wearing sandals because I'm from San Diego and I wear sandals everywhere. Why did I wear sandals on a trip to Colorado? Because I'm a moron. <laughs> so, couldn't keep my feet out, right? Because it was just so freaking cold. I could feel them going numb within minutes. And yet, it was so, probably the most beautiful moment in my entire life. So, sleep deprived, cold as hell, up way before I wanted to be up. I, I have been running on no sleep. It's out of the way. It's probably two hours out of the way over to Colorado. And yet... Incredibly worth it. I don't know if I'm going to have another opportunity to make it out there. I would love to. But if the person driving hadn't taken the opportunity to just go to a place that she thought that we would all enjoy, it would have been 
a much less remarkable trip. And I want you to think, where have I been leaving room for myself to make my life less remarkable? Where have I been so obsessed with the chase, with getting to the end point that I have stopped remembering to make magical moments for myself throughout the day? Now, I'm not saying this because you should feel bad and you're a bad person. I'm saying this because I am realizing that this is what's happening for me. And I want you to be able to do this check-in for you. Because it's important. Getting to your goals is valuable. The fact that I can freely connect to any human being that I choose and have an amazing conversation. The fact that I can make connections with people that other people find impossible. That's very valuable for me. That is one of the most gratifying things that I have ever acquired. And at the same time, just recognize it's not what's going to make you happy. Not in the long run. So I'm going to ask you to take this on. Really look. Is there room for me to create more enjoyment and more magic in my day to day? Even if it takes me a little bit off my path. And I want you to see what kind of difference it makes for you and your life. And if you got something out of this message or you got someone in your life that really, really needs to hear this, share this podcast. Rate it. However many stars you want to rate it, get the word out. We want to help as many people as possible. So once more, no, my name, <laughs> just uh, what I remember to use to speak proper English. My name is Rob Wong. This is the Great Date Guy podcast, and we'll catch you in the next episode.